Good evening and welcome to Christian Chat. We're your hosts. I'm Donna. And I'm Regina. And if you're thinking about it, we're talking about it. Yeah, so we always know that, you know, we start with prayer before we do anything. So if you just bow with us at home, that would be awesome. All right, Heavenly Father, thank you for another opportunity to come before your people and bless the masses. God, I pray that those who are dealing with insecurities will be uplifted and encouraged by the time we finish this chat. In Jesus' name, we all pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Um, so, all right. So what we're going to do is get into the scripture. As you know, we do a scripture to lead you into our conversation. So today's scripture is 1 Samuel 16 and 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at your heart. Perfect, perfect, perfect safe way to go into today's topic of insecurity. So Donna, we'll start with with insecurity. So what do you think about how insecurities or what are insecurities? Well, I'll go with how, well, I'll start with how I think they begin because, you know, I was thinking about it, you know, and I think they begin in different ways. I know a lot of times they could begin when you're young. And somebody could say something to you and it could stick with you for years and years and years. And I, this happened to me. I remember I was in the sixth grade and there was this boy, this big head boy. And he told my friend and I, we were walking together and he was like, y'all got some big foreheads. Y'all got some big foreheads. And from that day on, I always told my mother whenever I, she would do my hair, can you please give me a bang? Can you give me a bang? And she was like, why do you want a bang? I just want a bang. Like I never said it. I never told anybody how it affected me. Mm-hmm. Because then I think after a couple of years, I didn't even realize that that's why I was still not wearing my hair off of my face. All through junior high, all through high school, you will not, all, college, you will never find a picture of me with my hair off of my face. It wasn't until I got, you know, you know, college graduate and I got my hair, went to go get my hair done. And my hairdresser asked me, Donna, how come you never wear your hair off your face? And I said, no, I just don't like it. You know, I would just rather have a bang. She was like, well, can I please try something? Because that's when updos were real popular, yeah. you know, the pin curls and all that. So I wanted to try it once and it, it looks so pretty. And I have had my hair off my face ever since. <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot believe like I let that one little comment just stick with me. But, you know, I also think about how that's something minor. Mm. There are things that people have, you know, been living with, like certain insecurities for mm. years because of something that somebody said. And so I, I do think that they start early, a lot of them. What are your thoughts? I think, first of all, I think... 99.9% of insecurities start at your youth. Because think about it. You have to have some kind of foundation on this insecurity. So if you were a, if you wasn't always secure all your life and all of a sudden somebody tells you when you get older, it don't make sense because you won't believe it because you know. So insecurities have to start when you're young. And they start with a mindset, a mindset of a child. 
and we just take those into adulthood. So technically, when you always hear people say, oh, they, that person is a, a boy, he's really a man boy or a woman girl, you know, they like children inside, you know, even though they walk around with grown bodies, it's because they still stuck on these things that they had done, like like you said for you. And you know, now I'm thinking about it. Look, audience, she's telling the truth because I've known her since... <laughs> I know her since high school and she does not, she had never wore her hair. That's so true. Never wore her hair back. And to this day, so you just mentioned on the show, I did never know that was the reason why. I just thought that yeah. you were just rocking the the bars, the asymmetricals. I didn't know you were doing it for yeah. that reason. So that makes, I mean, I just think that it's just basically childhood traumas. It is what it is. You know, it may be minor traumas, but anything that make you not wear your hair for almost 20 years one way is a trauma to me because you have to always constantly think of what I'm going to do with my hair because I can't do this. I have to do it like this. So that does change everything, right? Yeah, but luckily everybody was wearing bangs. So I was okay. <laughs> hey. <laughs> But, but everybody was wearing bangs, but when you talk about insecurities, it could be for the minor things, but it could be major stuff, you know, especially with somebody, and I'm gonna touch on this real quick. When you were raised in the 80s, being dark skin was not popular if you was raised in the 80s. That was something that was not really a thing in the mid, late 80s when we was in high school, you know. You could go look back at different songs and a lot of songs, especially the rap song we listen to, they always would say, I'm light skin, I'm light skin. Like they make a big deal of being light skin. You know, so imagine people who were were darker and had to go through that. And then who knows? That could be a big effect on them now. Even though we're not doing that no, we know we were silly and kids. But think about that. That's something that you can't change. You can change your bang. You can't change your skin. That's true. What do you think about that? Well, I do think, you know, because I think that insecurities um, like that can, they can start when you're young, but also even when you're older. And sometimes it, it could depend on who says something to you. Now say, you know, so they don't all have to start when you're young. Mm-hmm. You could be a full grown adult. And because someone says something to you, it depends on the relationship. Okay. So it's like if, like, say one of my friends says something to me, it may not bother me. But if somebody that I'm really close to or somebody, okay, that's not really a good um, example. But like, it, it sometimes it could just depend on the relationship you have with a person. Mm-hmm. Like if, if, yeah, I'll say it. If my friend says something, it may not bother me. But if a parent says something or somebody that's really close to me and I mm-hmm. truly value their opinion. Mm-hmm it would have more of an effect on me you know so it might cause me to be insecure about something like for example you know i'm 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 conservative you know my mom's conservative you know church girl and all that stuff so there were some sundays right when i would be getting dressed for church and i would kind of know a little bit maybe like my skirt or my dress was a little too short but i'm like i've seen other girls wear stuff like that so i would say mommy is this too does this look okay and she would say well use your judgment mm-hmm. and every time she said use your judgment i knew it was too short so it didn't hurt my feelings but i know i would have been insecure walking out of the house with a skirt on that i mm-hmm. knew she did not approve of yes yeah, true so even if my brother would have said oh that's fine you know you could wear that 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? But if she says, <laughs> or even if he said, no, don't wear that, I would have been like, okay, whatever. Mommy, what do you think? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you can have two people telling you the same thing, but you can be affected by one of them. Sometimes it depends on the relationship. I was like, my brother, I mean, that's my brother. If he didn't like it or didn't like something, okay, that's fine. But if my mother says she didn't like something, then that's the one that I really, you know, took took hold of. Like, that's the opinion that I really valued. I mean, no no offense, brother. But sometimes even in relationships, you can have people who are very secure and that's how you even find out, you know, like um, people who stay in relationships that are not healthy for them. Mm-hmm. And you could know someone who was very confident and secure all of their lives and they get in this relationship that is not the healthiest. And now all of a sudden they're questioning their um, their value, they're questioning their talent, they're questioning all these things because this person mm-hmm. is now making them feel some type of way about themselves. And so you got to be careful about those type of insecurities that build, like, you know, being insecure about something I'm wearing out of the house, that's one thing. But then when, if you start to become insecure about who you are because of another person, that's, that's toxic. That's not healthy at all. Got to watch out for that. You made a good point about that. So I'm thinking of the relationship and how you have somebody but then i'm kind of thinking too if this person was actually really confident from the beginning mm-hmm. or they fooled us of their confidence and it got revealed when they you know because you kind of attract people who you are so if you attracting to these people who are like that and, and, and beating you down a lot of times we think we deserve it we deserve it and so there that's coming from somewhere too so I feel that, yeah, it's it's true that you may reveal it when you get older. Yes. But something has to draw you to a person for you to get into, you know, a relationship. And then, of course, relationships, we'll definitely have a show about relationships later. But I know relationships will come in different facets and different layers, you know, because you could deal with someone that doesn't show certain things that they kind of know how to ease it in, ease it in. And then you get mm-hmm. to a point that you don't know how you got there. You know, because they didn't start like that at the beginning, so that could be a, a, a part of that too. But when it, when, it, when you're talking about the insecurities that people keep for most of their lives until they decide to live for themselves and not care what other people say, uh, you know, like I always say, um, another way of insecurity is a person, you know, could be around other people that they feel they better than to make them feel good about themselves because they have an insecurity of no, you know, I'm not thinking they good enough. So instead of challenging themselves and, and being around greatness and being around people that's going to elevate them, they rather just be the bomb in the group at the end. And you know what I'm saying? And not elevate, but just be because that makes them just feel like they feel like they somebody because they feel like they look better than the people they hang out with. They feel like they're smarter than the people they hang out with. So what do you think about I see now in your head, Donna? So what do you think about Because that? those people to me are insecure because when somebody comes into their space mm-hmm. that can do what they're doing, that can, you know, accomplish everything they're accomplishing, mm-hmm. they're threatened. Mm. So they may seem like they got it all together. But as soon as somebody comes in that circle and can do exactly what they can do, Mm -hmm. they're threatened. So there's some kind of insecurity there. 
It's mm-hmm. almost like, well, why are you here? I don't want you here. Nobody asked you to come here. We don't need you to do this. We don't need you to do that. I got yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So why, why is that? Why don't you let this person just come in and help out and help you do what you need to do? What is it about their presence that is making you so insecure? Mm-hmm. Is it because you need to feel like I'm the only one that can do this thing. Yes, I need to feel important. Mm-hmm. But see, now I'm sharing the spotlight. Mm-hmm. So where's that insecurity coming from? There are so many different types of insecurities. And that is one of them. Like feeling the, like the need to feel like I'm important or I'm the best. Mm-hmm. You don't need anyone else. I'm here. I can do it. Why is she here? Or why right. is she here? We don't need them. But really, you're not doing anything because you, you're just doing the same thing over and over again because you're not elevating because you're not growing because you're not allowing to grow because you're staying with mediocre people because you're scared. That's a fear. Insecurity. That's a fear. Fear is insecurity because fear is what makes the insecurity happen because you got that that scare of, of moving on or feeling right. like I, I can't move. I can't do this. I can't go to another job I can't whatever the, you know that fear builds insecurities so I think that is in this one will be the fear that builds the insecurities of whatever you're challenged with because you're scared on doing something new or stepping out your box or comfort zone whatever that case may be so I guess sometimes it's, you're more comfortable to sitting in that little space that you can control you can control those friends. You can control that scenario. You can control that job. Whatever that is, you can control it. But when you lose control and don't have, don't know the next step or know what's going to be in front of you, that's when you get lost and you go, wait a minute, I got it. I'm, I'm insecure about this because I don't know what's going to happen next. Even though right. I'm not doing that here, you know? Secure people are not threatened by other people. Like they're not threatened by the presence of other people. That's right. So you can be at the top of your game, even if you're not in a mediocre situation. Maybe you are at the top of your game, but you're not the only one that's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Somebody else can come in there, but that shouldn't threaten you. Mm, nope. You are still who you are, regardless of who enters the space. But if someone enters that space and you are threatened, then you have to question, why is this person's presence bothering me? You know, That's why am I threatened by this person? Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to have that question, but see, you won't be, that's called doing your work. Mm-hmm. That's called doing your work because I could say now I could do that. I, I didn't do that back then. I would be in a pity party and feeling sorry for myself and woe is me, why it seemed like everybody else got it going on but me or why everybody has this or why this one prettier than I am and da 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 da. A lot of that came from me feeling sorry for myself and feeling like a victim. And when you do that, you just compete, you repeat the cycle over and over and over again. And then you start attaching other things to it. So it's like it's growing to this big monster that you now you can't control. And now you're wearing it on your sleeve. You know, it's like people go take advantage of you because they see that, you know, insecurity is it's sad though. You would think that people are trying to help you, but there's so many people out there that, that will harm you and they see you coming. Relationships, men see you coming. Women see you coming if you're a man. Um, friends see you coming. You know, your, your job see you coming. 
your job see you coming because you, you, <laughs> I'm serious because you go to your job they see that you know they know oh I, I can get her to do more work or whatever because I can just pat on her head and say she did good and she'll be running around here like you know yes. you know oh, thank you thank you <laughs> they, they're Give so me happy more. <laughs> right because if they do their job right and read you and did, they did their work and know what insecurity looks like if they're good people they'll help you but they're not good people they're going to take advantage of it so just for your own betterment you know it's good for you just to be able to say let me work on me so i won't feel like this but it, it, it hurts it hurts it hit dog hollers it hurts so when you're insecure like um um i was thinking about oprah and she had said something um i'm a paraphrase of course i don't know exact the words but she was saying that you know when when you or in the position she's in, her job is to reach down and pull other people up and, and give them the opportunities to show their leadership or show their, their strengths or whatever the case is. You know, it would it would be it would be a, a damaging if I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. You have to be secure in yourself to be at a job or be in a leadership role or whatever the thing is you in that you're hiding everybody else. If you're not insecure, you would definitely say, I want you to come up here. I want you to learn this. I want you to learn what I learned because I need to pass it on. Most people who don't do that, that's, you know, they want to hold everything to themselves. They don't want to share what they know, you know, and then you wonder why you never move up. How can you be blessed if you don't help others? I don't understand that. I never get that. And people think they mastered this thing. You're never going to, even though you technically think you're moving up, you're never going to be where you think you are because the people ahead of you already know what you're about and they're going to use you too so just give it up just help people stop being that's something you can control the narrative you're trying to control the narrative by saying well if i don't show her her and him they can't take my job that's called job security no that's not it's called stunt that's that's not that's not job security that's called that you're gonna be stuck yeah. It's not, you're not securing anything. You just the whole take forward thing. You got to help somebody else. You have to. But see, if you had them insecurity that you're talking about, Donna, you're never going to do that. No. So what's going to happen? You're going to be around that, that little, keep repeating the cycle and be that little hamster on that wheel all your life until you want to get to your tide and get off. That's the only time it's going to change. Well, it's going your life. Sorry, do you think that there is some insecurity in a person who can't take a compliment or who just comes right back with, you know, um, like if you, if I say, I like your glasses, which I do, by the way, if I say, I like your glass and you're like, oh, these, oh, well, well, okay, thanks. But, you know, I just got them from the, you know, like, you know, just not taking a compliment instead of just saying. Devaluing yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, where where do you think those type of insecurities come from? Because the person could be giving a genuine compliment, but it's like you find something wrong with it. Like, oh, this thing? You like this shirt? Oh, okay, well, thank you. But yeah, I don't know. I just picked it up. But, you know, just like an excuse. Instead of just basking in the moment of the compliment, Mm -hmm. just saying thank you. Yeah. You think that there is some kind of insecurity there? It's an insecurity because that's a, that's a learned behavior. That's a learned behavior. We are taught to humble ourselves. We are taught to humble ourselves, but other people who don't value themselves. <laughs> because if you have people in your life to go, let me tell you something. If somebody say you look nice, you say, I receive it. Say, I receive it and thank you. 
that's what you're supposed to say. I receive it and thank you. That's what, because if somebody give that to you, it was meant for you to have. If somebody sees you in a store, a store and say, girl, I love your glasses. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yes, I received that. Thank you. That's what you're supposed to do. For some mm -hmm. reason, we don't feel right by saying that. We feel like, oh, we can see that. We think we all this and that. We say, you know, somebody say you look nice. But then when people don't want to say you look nice, then you complain to nobody else. Oh, I must be nobody. Nobody complimented me. Too. Nobody complimented. So it's like, wait, did I just bought this shirt? Ain't nobody think that shirt was nice. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like you never win. You never win. So I, I think that we are just taught to be, this will be humbling. It's not humbling. You're discounting and disvaluing yourself if you don't take them compliments because those are good things. Now, let me get, get don't wait, let's get this straight. If you don't get a compliment, doesn't mean nothing. You're still great. You're still a wonderful right. person. You don't wait around for compliments to see how great you are or how nice your shirt is. Your shirt is nice when you put it on that morning. You think you look good in it. That's all that matters. But right. if somebody does do that, you need to just accept it and say, thank you. I really appreciate that. And, you know, don't discount yourself because you really do. And I done I did that for years. And somebody said, I'm like, girl, please, I got this at the 99 cent. It was on the rack and... I just got this shirt, girl, the shirt with $3 at the dots. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never really thought of it that way till I started really working on myself. And going, when somebody say you look nice or you pretty, just say, well, thank you. I appreciate that. That was nice of you. Thank you. You know, and that's your way of humbling too, but you've seen it in a humbling way. Like, oh, wow, thank you. I really appreciate that. You know, you don't have to say, girl, I know. I know I look good. Thank you. But no, I ain't need you to You may that. believe that, but you don't have to say that when somebody gives you a compliment. <laughs> Just yeah, take it and move on. But you know, insecurities—we just have to be careful about, uh, you know, how they develop. Especially if you see something developing in a young person, mm. try to nip it or help them nip it. Mm -hmm. They don't often talk a lot or share information when they're dealing with things like I never told my mom why I didn't want to bang because <laughs> I didn't think it was a big deal. I mean, why I wanted to bang, but it to, it wasn't a big deal to me. Right. But when you start having young kids who are calling themselves fat or thinking that they're fat because somebody else said, oh, you look fat, you need to lose some weight. Um, these are kids, you know, that we got to be careful not to let them become insecure about things at a young age. Because, yeah. you know, that that can really become unhealthy, especially, you know, you're looking at TV and magazines and videos and all that. We want them to grow up with the self-esteem that is, you know, healthy. Healthy no. self-esteem, good point, Donna. Yeah. Healthy self-esteem, you know, and even teaching children now to go to God from the beginning, like when you feel insecure and teasing you, just read scriptures, like the scripture we taught today. Like that was a perfect scripture to make you feel like, you know, hey, I don't care what you think about my outside, but I know I have a good inside and that's what God stated. And that's what God said. Like, you know, giving them scriptures so they can look for themselves and read them or just let them know. Let's pray on it. Let's ask God to, you know, remove whatever that insecurity feeling that you have in you. You know, show me my greatness, God. Show me how, you know, you see me. Let me see me as you see me, you know, and do those kind of talks to yourself with God. You know, let's get that in the kids early. So instead of to um, turning in, turning to their boyfriends for that validation or turning to their friends for that validation. So I need to pray on this and I'll, I'll talk to you. I need to pray on this and get that insurance with God. Then insecurities will go away. Cause insecurities is a man on man thing. You know what I'm saying? It's a man on man thing. It got nothing to do with God. So if your eyes is on God, then you won't have no insecurity. Cause you know, you're a child of God. 
and God did not, God don't make no mistakes and God don't make nothing that's not what in his eyes. So that right there shuts everything down. That's everything right. Shut. And we say all the time, you know, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Well, if you believe that, or at least start to believe that and you don't understand what that means, and those insecurities will go out the window. Gotta let those things go. Oh, done. It's a wrap. Done. You know, and that's what we gotta understand. We forget that. You know, when we're in the midst of things, we 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 are so in the world, we kind of forget the simplest thing. It's like, let me just pray on this real quick and let me just remove this feeling or this, you know, this cloud over me. We right. go right to just feeling bad, I'm talking to this one, I'm talking to that one. And we don't stop to say, whoa, I forgot. Let me just pray on this. I know God said I was his child. So let me just get this fixed because I know. Or if it gets to a point, you know, like we always say, God always um, bless doctors, um, social, or not social, excuse me, um, counselors and life coaches. Mm -hmm. They're here because he gave them a gift. And their gift is to help other people. And if you feel that you can't do it by yourself, you can't do it on your own seek help seek these people to help you with these insecurities because it would make your life so much better if you don't have that on you you know i think that a lot of us don't look at those resources either we kind of just try to like throw it under the rug and kind of say well it's no big deal you know whatever but it is a big deal if your life is not going in the direction it's supposed to go it's a big deal right and that that's kind of a good um lead into our exit you know as we bring this program to a close but you know we always like to leave you with something to think about and so I was thinking about the takeaway that I have for today I would just say don't allow your self-esteem to be based on other people or on what other people say to you and don't project your insecurities on other people mm. I, I would say that Regina do you have anything to leave the people with Yes, I'll just kind of layer on top of what you just said. Don't let anyone shift your emotions. Don't let, if you're going out the house and you feel great, and then one person tells you that you got whatever it is, or you don't look, and you let them mess up your whole day, you don't let no one take the power away from you. You are you, and you are God's child. And if they don't like it, well, that's their bad. But you don't not. Let your whole day get ruined based on one person's opinion or anyone's opinion. You know, so let's take your power back. Take your power back. Yeah, so, um, Regina. So before we go, um, before we go, we're going to go ahead and thank you for watching, first of all, Christian Chat. We really appreciate you watching. Um, please tune in every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on this network uh, where you're watching us right now, and you'll see what we're talking about next. Yes, and as far as our social media platforms, we are on four different platforms. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we have a YouTube channel. It's in the developmental stages because, you know, we're just getting started with this endeavor, but you could definitely find us on those platforms. And when you search, you would need to search Christian Chat 88, okay? Christian Chat 88. If you leave off the 88, you'll find a whole lot of other people that is that are not us so just remember that but thank you so much you know it's been such a pleasure being with you today and i hope you've been blessed and uplifted by this conversation today so that's it until next until next time i am regina and that is donna and we definitely appreciate you and this is another episode of christian chat y'all have a blessed day